fun. For sure. And how did you get into performing in the first place, man? <laughs> um, so basically, I've been a performer since I could really like walk and talk and dance. Um, I know a lot of people probably said it, but it's the truth for me. Like performing was just something that was like a natural thing to me. Um, ever since I was a toddler, I used to imitate things I seen through movies or things I seen through in music videos mm -hmm. or concerts. And it was just natural for me, for sure. Is that, uh, is that how your auntie managed to become your manager? <laughs> uh, <laughs> was just always being around? Yeah, she witnessed it, you know? And also, <laughs> she's like the most professional person that I know. So why wouldn't I have my auntie be my manager? I feel like even that's my family. Yeah. I'd rather have her than somebody I don't know, you know? I mean, so. dude, it's it's all about trust, man. And like, if you if you got to focus on making the art, you got to know that whoever's focused on handling the business mm -hmm. has your back. For sure, for sure, <laughs> that's true. That is, is that true. is that uh, does that help? Kind of like I don't know when you get in the meetings and you start working through contracts and you're working on performances and stuff. Like, does that help take the pressure off your shoulders? Uh, yeah, it does. It is. You saying like having her close to me? Well, having her close, but like having her being able to like help manage things and like know yeah. that you can trust that person. Yeah, because I know that she's not gonna do no like you feel me, no grimy stuff to me. Yeah. So that's really like a blessing, you know. I yeah, I feel comfortable. I know that I could go to sleep or I could not attend certain meetings and I'm gonna be straight, you know, because she's gonna handle it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Dude, that's that's it. Just to like know that you don't even have to be in the room yeah. and it's handled, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's the that's the other stressor that people don't understand like trying to get big it's not just can i get up and sing can i get up and dance can mm -hmm. i get up and like can i you know do i work with good good yeah. people in production but like can i handle the business on the other side of it for so how uh i mean is that uh i mean because you you just you just crossed a million views on say the name of the song so i don't butcher the name <laughs> of the song link. Sneaky link. Sneaky link. What's <laughs> up? Did, did you, uh, I mean, because that, you know, a, a million and a half views doesn't just like come out of nowhere. Like that's got to be something you got to work on, right? Yeah. Um, it was hard work for sure. Uh, it was just like, it was natural though. Like it was all organic. I didn't know that Sneaky Link was going to do what it did. Like just yesterday, it reached 11 million on the audio. And it oh, was wow. like, that's something that I never thought that would happen, you know? But yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, like I said, hard work and dedication. It wasn't my first song. So obviously the first song didn't blow up as much as Sneaky Link did. Mm -hmm. But I just stayed consistent and I kept my faith and that's it. Well, I mean, it's not like your first it's not like your earlier catalog is weak by any means yeah. in terms of both quality mm -hmm. as well as, you know, the actual viewership, right? For a right. for an up and coming artist to be able to to hit uh, you know, tens of thousands of views pushing yep. a hundred thousand views on some of those earlier videos. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's, that in and of itself is a feather in the cap. I mean, heck, yeah. these podcasts don't reach more than like maybe a thousand or 2000 people between Facebook and YouTube and Spotify and all that other stuff, man. So you sure. know, you're, you're playing, you're playing in the big leagues. For sure. You posting this on YouTube? Uh, yeah, man. So, so these podcasts will go all over the place. So I run, I run video on Facebook uh -huh. and YouTube. And then at some point in time, 
Uh, I'll batch out several YouTube videos. I'll rip the audio off those and then run that through Anchor. And then Anchor does distribution on Spotify and Google Podcasts and Apple and all that other stuff. So, so. They, they've really made the, the podcasting thing like easy access for folks. So I don't know, yeah. you know, as you're, as you're trying to figure out, you know, what media is right for you for your kind of supplementary stuff that keeps people engaged in your day to day, man. Uh, you know, the podcasting stuff's relatively easy. Uh, you know, if you got a security guard, that's already going to carry around a camera for you. (laughs) 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 I want to get bounced out of my own place, man. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's, um, like I said, I'm gonna make sure, you know, I'm gonna make sure I share it. So we'll get past that 2000. I think we will. I think we will, man. I think, I think this will be a blow up moment where people are like, oh damn, there's something going on in Carbondale. And like, I gotta just watch this every now and then to see what's going on. Cause like for, for this, well, but before, before we do that, I'm going to do this breakaway. Uh, because what we've got going on here is the 66th installment of the WTF Carbondale podcast where we talk to interesting people about their interesting lives and tie it all back to this little old place we call home Carbondale, Illinois. And somebody who has called this little old place home for just a little bit as an SIU student is Mr. Hollywood. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> so let's let's talk about that before I get too far off onto the other stuff. What what brought you down to Carbondale? Um yeah. Uh so basically college. Um SIU. That's how you brought me down to Carbondale. I came down here in 2018 as a freshman, and I've been here ever since. I just recently just left. So, yeah. Nice. For sure. But, yeah. Then you started going for, like, you're, you're, already, like you're, you're already in the course of study that you're, you've kind of pursued professionally, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you've, you've, you're, you've, you're doing uh, or have done or wherever you're at in, in school now the mm-hmm. – uh, the radio television program, right? Yeah, for sure. Uh, so basically, I wasn't always in the radio and television program. I didn't know. Oh, that's that uh, air conditioner. Oh, uh, I know. <laughs> I didn't know what I came to college for at first. Like, I, I guess I decided I wanted to be like a businessman or something, but that wasn't working. And then I was like, I want to go to school for something that I love. You know what I'm saying? Just as much as I love music. And I was a YouTuber also. So being a YouTuber, I'm like, I kept telling my advice, like, I'm a YouTuber, I love music, and mm-hmm. I love talking, you know. So that gave me the route to go on to radio and television. So radio and television was like, uh, my first couple of classes was me learning how to use a camera, take pictures, mm-hmm. things like that, journalism. And I fell in love with it, for sure. Um, so yeah, that's how, you know, radio and television. Most definitely where it's at. And I still got to finish it soon. But right now, you know, yeah. music just. Dude, it'll come around, man. Like, For I sure. can't. I, I was probably 25, 26 by the time I actually finished my, my four-year mm-hmm. degree. Man, I've been going to school since 18, on and off. Like, oh. there's there's no one timeline on school anymore. It's not like go out there, get done by whatever age, and, like, move on. And especially if you're not everybody gets the opportunity to go out and apply their craft. Yeah. And when you're given that opportunity, you can't just say no. Right. I got to do school. It's like you can always come back to school. You can't always go back and reclaim that opportunity that popped off for you at some point in time that took you yeah, to that you next can't. level. For sure, you can't. Especially when it's opening up so many doors. Um like 
don't get me wrong i motivate everybody to stay in school but it was just like to the point where it was i felt like i was missing out on a lot of opportunities mm-hmm. trying to stay at school and trying to do it at the same exact time like i needed just a little mental break you know just to go chase my dreams full out and yeah that's what happened oh it's, it's cool man I, I really appreciate it when you were coming into the building here and you were like, man, I got off the train and like, I wouldn't have known any better about what's going on yeah. <laughs> inside the building. It's like, you know, this is, this is cool to, to me as like, this is, you know, we're having this conversation now mm-hmm. and this is a mix of promo for, for lifting you up. But also at the same time, man, like really showing you got roots in Carbondale. Mm-hmm. That's part of this journey. That is Hollywood's story. That is very true. Carbondale paid a, a big part of my story. Most definitely. We got uh, you got good videos from how many videos have you shot in Carbondale? Is it just the one, or have you done several here? Yeah, I shot. Um, I shot. My bus was the first video I shot at at the uh, con building. Since I don't go here no more, I can say that because at first <laughs> I thought I was. Gonna, I I didn't have no permission to do that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just gonna leave that right there. Uh, I shot <laughs> Toxic with me and Debbie Dollars. I shot that inside of a apartment building. Nice. And sat at the garage. It was cool. Um, what other videos? I got any other videos of Carbondale? Nah. Everything else was outside of Carbondale. Nice. Nice. For sure. Hey, man, I'm just, I'm just, to even have two of those videos here, man, yeah. we'll, go, we'll look back in years and go, all right, this dude's putting up numbers now. <laughs> the little Carbondale's in the mix, man. No, when we, when we did Cortland's podcast, right, like we were talking about Drake coming here in like 2009 for Players Ball. And Drake was here? Huh? Yeah, Drake was here, dude. Like what? Yeah, Drake still Drake still owes Carbondale a return because he said in this video he was like, "Yeah, man, I'll definitely come back to Carbondale." Yeah, he ain't been back to Carbondale since. Hey, man, we still got an arena. We can still pack ten thousand people in. That's not that's not shabby numbers. That's probably Drake's would rather be putting up fifty hundred thousand at a show. Yeah, but Drake probably won't come back. No one Drake, but <laughs> I'm gonna try to get Drake to come back. We will try to get to that level. That's it, man. Well, here's the deal, man. You keep working it. Cortland keeps working. All these other yep. all these other dudes keep working it. Eventually, you guys are gonna rub elbows and something's gonna happen, and it's yep. gonna be like, oh, hey Drake, remember that time you're, you said this, to come back? <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it, it's a this dude's from from what I could understand, it was his first u.s stop like the first time he came out of canada into the u.s he came to carbondale this is the first place he came uh, that's, in America? that's that is my understanding this was if you watch this video and i'll share it to you afterwards chris uh, uh chris gillespie shared it in uh, in the comment section on Cortland's uh on Cortland's podcast and uh he was it was like two or three weeks before he was about to to release uh, his his record label signing and whatever else he had going on then mm-hmm. it was like right there at the crux of of you know being being big and being global okay for sure <laughs> so I'm putting you on the spot here now too man I'm gonna put you in the same boat that Drake was in <laughs> blessings that was most definitely blessings oh man no the uh, the the uh, the the first video was was real good man do you do your own uh yeah i mean do you do you script out your own videos and kind of develop yeah. everything from from scratch and then what's your creative process kind of look like um i just i really go off what i how i feel you know um i i go off what i feel and i pitch the idea to kb and we just make it reality you know um i always i don't know i just got a real creative mindset so when i actually make the music 
I actually can envision the video. That's what makes my music even better because I envision the video as I make the music so I know how to interact with the camera. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it makes my music different also because you would be like, that's kind of cool how he's doing this in the video and it matches his music. But I just think past the song. I think mm -hmm. past the studio, you know? So, yeah, my creative process is just me thinking. It's not really like... I don't sit down and like write it out as my manager get on my butt about. <laughs> they they want me to like my manager, my mom, and everybody else on the team and KB. They want me to sit down and write it out, but usually I just give them the ideas and go off the rip. You know, like Sneaky Link, the music video. I always wanted to make my first big video like a school, a high school video. Mm -hmm. Like sadly, it didn't happen while I was in high school, but it happened a couple years later, and I took it back because growing up, I always think the the high school music videos. I thought it was so cool to have like, you feel me, the videos where the dude get all the girls and you know, everybody turning up and things like that. So I had to do that. I had to do it as my first video for my first big song, like first big, big song. So. And, you, and you've and you had you've had kind of that element too, because in I'm Bustin' it had a very like similar the detention. feel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was in detention, for sure. I like, I don't know, I just like that. It's just, it mean, it give me old school vibes. I feel like we don't have that no more. It's mm -hmm. always like, everything now is like people just rapping to the camera, flashing money, or you feel me, weapons or things like that. It's not like a creative, like, you. Can, it's not really a creative process at all. You know what I'm saying? It's just not, not, not down in them. That's what they do, and it yeah. works. You know what I'm saying? But I just feel like I'm bringing back the roots of the old industry where it was fun in the video. And the video make you want to get up and do the same dances that's going on in the video, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. Well, and that's the right fit. I mean, especially now, right, with the way that trends go, uh, mm -hmm. you know, TikTok specifically, you think about, okay, well, what what moves content into the general psyche of, of mm -hmm. the public now? And yeah. it's associating, you know, some sort of motion and movement, a, a, a dance, a, a uh, you know, something, something that is uh, – uh, you know, that, that is replicable or something mm -hmm. that somebody can build onto uh, and then use the baseline as the music itself to kind of carry through the creative process that everybody involves in along the, along the chain. So you kind of set it up to hand off to people and then kind of let them build on your media their own. For sure. Yeah, I most definitely did. Yeah, for sure. I appreciate that. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I see it, man. I see it. And you got to, you know, you've, you've got the eye, you've got the eye for it. The, um, you know, you're talking about, uh, you know, what is what is kind of creativity in this day and age, right? There, that there is kind of a there is a there is a standard, mm -hmm. right? When you're talking about kind of a, a single focus or you know uh, on a on a single performer just kind of working towards the camera, you know, that is that is a that is a standard that people can utilize to get themselves into the work. And then on the other side of it, mm -hmm. it's like they can expand from there. But you came in the in the door with that mindset already yeah yeah most definitely you got i feel like you always like for anybody who's a rapper or anybody who wants to do anything in life in order for you i feel like to be your tr like truly successful you gotta be truly yourself yeah. you know you gotta stick to what you feel like is the best route don't let nobody tell you what you should do when you feel like you should do something else you know i really that's my motivation of the day. <laughs> <laughs> you use you use your camera breakaway 
perfectly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> my friend Jerry, man, we were talking about this uh, a couple podcasts ago. She's in the she's in the same boat where it's like you know people can tell you how they think you should create mm-hmm. all day long, but at the end of the day, it's like you got to do what's in proper service to yourself. Mm-hmm. And either people will find you, and you will and you will grow that, mm-hmm. and what your art is will be what attracts folks, For or sure. you realize this isn't working. I got to find something else. Yeah, like a lot of people. You'll be surprised. Like, they, a lot of people thought, like, I was, like, uh, it was, like, the corny rap or something, you know what I'm saying? Because I was dancing or I was rapping about things that was fun and I wasn't rapping about hurting somebody or some other stuff that they, they didn't really feel like it was that cool, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But now them saying people love, you know what I'm saying? Now they sisters or they they daughters or they nieces, they all love Sneaky Link. They all, you feel me? They can't get enough of Sneaky Link now. Yeah. Or how you stepping on Bust and Toxic and the rest of the songs. But it's <laughs> like, you know, you got to stick to your roots. That's why I did. I stuck to my roots. I didn't change it. Because I felt like I liked it. So I know somebody else got to like it. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I like, I feel I like my craft enough. But yeah, just stick to your roots and stay solid, for sure. Well, and you, you trust your own, you know, you trust your own, media right i think that's a, that's another key component to it it's mm-hmm. like if you don't like it why would you make it to begin with yeah right so if you're making it and you know that you like it and you know that you've got taste somebody else has got to have taste too right yeah somebody else gotta feel it that's it's always somebody who like your music too that's one thing I, I learned it's it don't matter what type of music you make it's always somebody in the world at these millions and millions of people who's gonna like it yeah. you just gotta find your crowd your audience yeah yanni's still selling records Decades later, after selling wacky music on late night television, <laughs> and like, oh man, the uh, I saw this dude pop up on Facebook the other day. I was like, oh my god, this '90s like telemarketer, not telemarketer, but this '90s um, infomercial like mm-hmm. performer is now got all this following on the internet, and turns out it's very real. People still love this dude. Not yeah. for everybody, but. You know, world's got seven and a half billion people on it. Yeah. There's gonna be somebody out there that likes it. Ohio we'll crowd for sure. <laughs> What's it been like? I mean, you because you do you travel all over the country now and perform? Uh, no, nah, not yet. Okay. I just really started traveling. Like in the last month, I've been to like three different, four different states, and it's like I I'm just now doing that. You know what I'm saying? Like I used to travel just for like vacations with the family and mm-hmm. things now, but now I'm traveling for my music and my business. Like people actually like. Flying me out to come, you feel me, to come see them and things like that for shows and stuff. And it's crazy. Like, I'm still getting used to this. So, like, I feel like all this just happened a month ago. Really, like, a month <laughs> is like two weeks ago. Like, all this just happened. Like, I'm not used to this yet. You know, like, I still, like, just yesterday, I was just out to eat downtown in Chicago. And these group of teenagers, they, like, they recognized me. And when they, when they recognized me, I tried to, like, act like, I didn't notice them because I know, like, I was like, oh, I ain't got time for this. So I heard put my mask back on, but it was too late. See, that's the boy who made Sneaky Link. And then my friends heard it, and they was, you feel me? It was a lot of stuff going on. But, yeah, I'm not used to this. I'm not even going to start a lot of you and act like I am used to this. Like, even just me being right here right now talking to you about this, it seems unreal. But I'm most definitely thankful and blessed that it's happening, for sure. Man. Now, I mean, that's that's the transition that you got to handle, like, getting seen people people knowing something about you mm-hmm. just just enough to know that what your face is and, and yep. like 
what your voice sounds like. Yeah, and, that's and crazy. Like, yeah. Man, I'll tell you it's crazy. I'll just be looking like, wow. It's like I'll be dreaming. It'd yeah. be like a dream, but it's really just a dream come true for the show. Have you always wanted the attention that came along with performing as yeah. well? Like, is that something that you're comfortable with? <laughs> yeah. Is that something that you're going to have to like work into? Hey, let me tell you something. I'm Hollywood <laughs> because I'm in love with lights and cameras. You feel uh-huh. me? Like, I, I always dreamed of, you feel me, the walking through the store and everybody want a picture and things like that. I dream, I used to dream stuff like that as a young age since I was like five. Uh-huh. So now that I'm 21, it's like, and it's here, it's like, wow. I never thought this day would come, you know? So like I said, it's a blessing. You never, you would never know when your time comes for you to be successful. Yeah. So, yeah, don't you, give up. It's, it's don't the, give up. <laughs> it's the up and the down. Man, you're gonna. But when this is all said and done, you're gonna have a you're gonna have a secondary uh, role as motivational speaker on top of <laughs> world class entertainer and performer. For sure. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Oh man, what I mean, what's what's some stuff that we need to talk about outside of music? Like what uh, what are some of the what are some of the other things that? All right, there we go. Is this the business? <laughs> yeah, nah, this is my organization. This is my family. Um, the Dinos. So basically, Dinos are an organization that uh me and my boy Kevon Williams, we founded October twenty second, two thousand and eighteen, and basically it is an organization full of entrepreneurs of many different skills and talents. Mm-hmm. And what I wanted to do was basically just make the org so we can find people to support other people so everybody supporting each other like a big support system you know what i'm saying uh-huh. um and it was founded right here in carbondale um so that's another cool thing by the way we call it dino dale we don't call it carbondale so that's that's our twist on it you feel me i'll take it's, it it's definitely respect we call it you feel me dino dale um but yeah it's we it's like 40 of us now like we um most of us go to siu some of us don't and yeah we all just support each other and basically, Dino is the brand. Like, at, at the end of every music video, you see Dino pop up. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Um, if I'm doing anything, you probably see somebody with me with Dino merch on. Or you see me posting somebody that's doing something in Dino. Like, we got people that do everything, from YouTubers to chefs to everything, nail techs and all types of things. So, yeah, shout out to Dinos. I love the Dinos, for sure. So here's where I'm going to wrap you into my little world here, man. Okay. The, um, so I've got this idea with Carbondale called Creator Dale. Mm-hmm. We can call it Dino Dale. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm on. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll flip the script real quick. The, the idea, right? So you're, you're, uh, you know, they do, they do like TikTok houses out in California and stuff like that, where everybody like just piles into a house and tries to create viral content. Um, right. the, you know, even they before do that? that, do what? That's real. Yeah. That's a thing, man. <laughs> they yeah. Say the house. Go- yeah. Dude, when we're done with the podcast, like Google that be like, TikTok houses. Um, and wow. I've been thinking about this since like before TikTok houses were a thing. My thought was like, okay, if we get just a bunch of people in Carbondale mm-hmm. creating content mm-hmm. and it becomes this own like living, breathing thing where everybody's got their own silo, right? Car guys do this and beauty people do that and music folks do this and, and, you know, whatever else food, uh, you know, people do, do that, that all those people exist separately making their own content. But then at some point in time, there's just crossover. 
because they're physically in the same place and a place like Carbondale is small enough where it's real easy to link up with people. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm boring, man. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's no, my <laughs> bad. I'm tired. Y'all. <laughs> Dude, I'm not yawning because you're boring. I'm, I'm tired. It, it, is, it, is 11, it is 11, 17 now as we record this podcast. I do not usually do them this late. I've been up like, for days. <laughs> but I'm giving y'all my full energy. I promise. <laughs> and you've got it, man. I appreciate sure. that. I really do. Cause you just, you said you just got back from California. Yeah. Man, I, I ain't been sleep for real. <laughs> they, you know, they time zone. That time zone throw you off. And then you got jet lag and mm-hmm. things like that. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm energetic, though, y'all. Come on, let's go. I'm ready. No, no. I'm, I'm, I'm bought in. I'm bought in. So, yeah, <laughs> man, I just... Uh, I want to I wanna link up with some of your folks that uh, that would like to... Yeah, they, uh, yeah. They'd like to do this. Like, I'm, I'm like two, three months-ish from, like, really kicking off and, like, getting a group of people together and saying... Here's the idea. Here's how this would work. Because there's just so many people already in this town, like for as small as it is, uh-huh. doing just so much different stuff. Yeah, for sure. The dinos, we must definitely love to be involved. Yes. The circle grows, and I appreciate <laughs> that, my friend. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, man. So the... Um, so the dino, the dino brand is an all-encompassing thing. Does media underpin kind of what everybody does for you guys, though, or is it a mix of everything? Some people really are that brick-and-mortar business type. Some folks are in the digital world. It's just like yeah, a big mix got, of activity. So basically, every like I said, everybody got their own different talent. It's like we got like two or three people that do the same thing. You know what I'm saying? But everybody got their own different talent. Like is it the talent? ranges from all types of things you know what i'm saying uh we got people like i'm trying to see i'm trying to change it up like, like i said we got people that do hair we got people that do nails and then we got people that take pictures we got people that shoot videos we got people that yeah we got a lot of different type of talents inside of our organization but we got a social media team also so i feel like the social media team is perfect for what you're talking about with yeah. that so yeah the social media team will most definitely be a lot of help with that Plug right into it. Now, is yeah. that is this something that you think is like a mix of rotating, you know, folks through at, at SIU as they kind of come to school and like capture folks? Are you saying Dino? Yeah. Oh. Or is this uh, more? Is this more of a? This is this you? Did you did you start it here yeah. and then it's kind of spread out or? No, uh, it's so everybody can't be a Dino. So basically, okay. um, like. We got like new dinos every semester uh-huh. and just add on to dinos who's already there. Like once you're a dino, you're a dino for life, uh-huh. you know? So it's like, um, like, you know, we got a little, you feel me, interviews and things like that, how we select our dinos and things, you know? Uh, and basically it's like, we both taking our, our chances. Like you take your chances with us, we take our chances with you. Yeah. You support us, we support you. You know what I'm saying? And so, uh, like everybody who's currently been in Dino attends SIU. Like we just had some new Dinos come out. Uh, shout out Redemption. They call it Dino Redemption. Mm-hmm. Before them, it's like seven of them. Before them, it was Dino First Class. It was 11 of them. And then before them, it was Dino Dream Team, which got people that you know off it. Um, Dino Dream Team was the first group of Dinos to ever come to Carbondale, uh-huh. which was September 22nd. Um, and yeah, so like we're gonna have some new Dinos next semester, but. We went from like two people to like forty nine. So it's continued to grow every semester. Is there a model for this? Like is is this based off of anything that you guys had seen before? Or you is ready? this you said the model? 
No, uh, sorry, model like M O D E L. I thought you said the motto. motto. I was for the hill of it. I'll pick up the motto too, man. Like. <laughs> so Dino, don't let your dreams go extinct. Boom. So look. Hi. All right, you see, <laughs> I had to hit him with that. Uh, but yeah, you said like a model. Um, like, can you explain that a little bit more? Yeah, yeah, just just kind of like the structure, like you had seen uh, something similar occur elsewhere, and you just kind of picked up and made it your own, or is this like a from scratch? Like, you know, uh, we just we just kind of. Yeah, Two of us got together scratch. and then it blossomed from there. It was from scratch, really. We just got tired of seeing the same thing in Carbondale. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. a lot of the social groups and organizations, it was like the same thing. And um, we just decided to do our own thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like we don't really have organizations that really had like help build each gender together. Like we got we got males and we got females. Like we got all types of things. Like a dino. You could tell a dino the way they carry themselves, but you would not be able to put us in a group with each other because yeah. we all look different, have different skills, have different things. Like usually to be a part of some organizations, you all you have to have like a similarity to them mm -hmm. or something like that. And dino, we don't judge. We don't judge people, you know, based off um, characteristics, things like that. But yeah, we a family for sure. Um, straight from scratch, dino is like no other organization. You know, and I like to take a lot of pride in that, and I'm very proud of them, and I'm proud of myself for, you feel me, making that dream come alive. I'm appreciative of you sharing this with me, man. I love this is this is the type of of hustle and grind mm -hmm. that can help really put this town like back on its feet, man. For sure, like we're, you know, I, so I'm I'm from here, born and raised, generations and generations back. Like this is my this is my uh, you know, home turf. And like, I, so I know and have seen and have been exposed to, you know, all of the, all of the, you know, activity that's led up to, mm -hmm. uh, you know, a, uh, you know, a less busy Carbondale, we'll say, right. Sure. Empty storefronts and, you know, not as many people walking up and down the street and not as many things leaving Carbondale with Carbondale's stamp on it and things like that. And so yeah, man, this is this is the type of stuff that is the that is the resuscitation that sure. breathes the life back into a place. For sure. Also, we throw the most lit parties in <laughs> in Dino Deal. So if you've never been to a Dino party, you ain't never been to a party before. This is all I gotta say. Come. <laughs> Slide. Glad, you know. <laughs> for sure. That's what I need, man. Like this is also what I need for like this place. You know, I, like hey, <laughs> don't tell the dinos that. <laughs> you, I'm telling you, our parties, I don't, know, I don't know if that's even confidential, but they get, it get like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And all our parties is safe. I feel like a lot of parties, they get shut down due like, to like violence or something like that or too many, or too many altercations and things like that. But our parties, we have, you feel me, we like 30 for 30 on parties uh -huh. and we got a big turnout. People come from everywhere. They come from all the Illinois schools. And you feel me everywhere just to come. Dude, to and that's party. how it's that's how it's always supposed to be for sure. in Carbondale, man. Like, you know, a couple of key individuals here mm -hmm. kick off something cool and then everybody all over the state goes, Man, I gotta be in Carbondale. I gotta get to I gotta get to Dino Deal. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, keep I gotta I gotta get my I gotta get my head on right, man. I gotta get Dino to Dino Dale. Dale. My bad <laughs> Dale. <That's laughs> for sure. <laughs> Double D, Dino Dale. Uh, that's good, man. That's good. No, so the uh, <clears throat> ah, excuse me. Uh, uh, where do I want to go? Where do I want to go with all this? So you got, I mean, so you got the entrepreneurial side, 
Mm-hmm. You got the performer side. For so. You've got all the backing that you need. You got the right people on your side to make all this happen. You got the mindset of like, this is where I want to be. This is where I can be. For so. You talked about being a YouTuber. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. What? When did you first get your shot at like, you know, picking up a, a camera and doing something for, for the internet? All right, so I've been really, I just had this conversation with my manager yesterday. I've been really, I've been really a YouTuber before we had YouTubers. You know what I'm uh-huh. saying? Now I don't know Soldier Boy stuff. But I really, <laughs> I really most definitely feel like I've been a YouTuber before we had YouTubers. Like I used to like vlog myself mm-hmm. and make little videos. I always knew how to edit things. Like I learned how to do everything on the iPad. I learned how to mix and master music on the iPad. I learned how to shoot videos and edit them on the iPad. Mm-hmm. Like I even used to have auto tune on the iPad. I don't know how I did that, but I used to like be real <laughs> creative. And so um like my first shot at actually starting my first YouTube channel was when I got to college. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I it was so many people f- from different places and it was just content you know what i'm saying like my first idea was like all right i need to vlog college because it's like college is interesting there's a lot of people that wants to go to college or didn't get the chance to go to college and there's a lot of people that's about to go to college so i took that opportunity just to show them what college is like um ain't really you feel me do too much i got a lot of local attention off it you know what i'm saying from the people that went to siu but now um, I'm going to bring back my YouTube because now it's like I got millions of people who's going to watch it now. So why not, <laughs> you know? So YouTube channel coming back. It's your boy Hollywood Official, you feel me? And I'm back with another YouTube channel, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm coming back on the YouTube channel, and it's going to be lit for sure. That's good, man. Well, I mean, you got to, you know, you're talking about documenting the process. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're giving people a glimpse into, you know, what, uh, what, what something, uh, you know, like like taking that step and going to school is like same deal with going out and chasing the dream, right? Yeah. Like people, people want to know what your blueprint is. Yeah, my life and me, me and D'Lo, that's my security down there, y'all. If y'all can't see him, but we, <laughs> we already like. I promise you, we go through so many like journeys every day. We be like, we need to record this because it'd be like some stories, man. You'll be surprised. I never know how my day is gonna go when I wake up. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, like at the, I'm at this moment in my career where I wake up, I look at my phone. And I got a thousand emails. I got like thousand text messages. I don't know. You feel me? And it'd be like good. It'd be good news. You know what I'm saying? Some of it'd be like, but mostly it'd be good news for sure. Yeah. I never know how my day will go or my week. Like, how do you I, how do you handle that amount of information flowing toward you in any given day? I mean, like, what is uh, it? What does it take to even be able to filter through that and make a decision off of all the prompts that people may hit you with uh, in that day? You gotta hire a person to handle your um <laughs> <laughs> your email. Like um my um my day to day, she her name is Linda. She handles all of my emails and Instagrams and things like that. But I usually try to handle it myself because I'm really you know I'm young, so I try to handle everything myself. I'm tech savvy. Uh, it gets overwhelming sometimes. Uh, you can kind of like learn and differentiate what's bs and what's legit yeah um you got the girls a lot of girls in my dm asking to be my sneaky link a lot i get, <laughs> I get that like a hundred times a day um but i can take that away and look at the business and you know just try to pay attention to what's business in my dms not really like you know looking for a sneaky link you know, <laughs> you know, 
maybe I'm not, you know. <laughs> don't don't shut it completely down. But, <laughs> maybe I'm not. But <laughs> maybe. That's it, man. A good manager will tell you you never you never tell the 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 adoring fans out there that yeah. they don't have the shot. Now, they always got to think they, they got know. the shot. Hey, y'all know me. Y'all got the shot for sure. <laughs> for sure. Uh, that's legit, man. I'm on board. For sure. <laughs> Uh, no, so what's, what's the, uh, I mean, what's it take to, to kind of, you know, and if this is the, even if this gets too personal, just be like, ah, man, we don't need to get in, get into you know, uh, big specifics on man. that. Hit but, me with it. I mean, cash flow in the business, right? If you got, if you got to take care of people, mm-hmm. right. If you got people that are working for you and making this happen, like mm-hmm. that's, that's, you know, it's one thing when you're performing by yourself and you're booking your shows and you're getting out yeah. there and like, you know, you're picking up, you know, like you're hollering at KB and being like, yeah. you know, Hey man, you know, I gotta do, I gotta do this one, you know, set of, set of, uh, videos. And he's like, Hey, here's a price. Here's where we go. You right. shoot it. You're done. You move on. But like an ongoing thing where it's like, people are, people are working with you day to day. You know, what's that, what's that feel like? What's that having to pay people and having to take care of people and making sure that you're not just putting food on the table for yourself, but for everybody around you. I mean, that's not hard. I always been like that. Even before I was who I was, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I always made sure everybody was straight. Like I said, I got a whole organization. And before, and I've been with them for like, you feel me, a year and some months now. I always been like that. You can ask anybody, you know, anybody who I had a relationship with, I always been, open hands, I always made sure that somebody else ate, you know, before I ate. Yeah. So that's not a problem. Now it's just more advanced, you know what I'm saying? I just probably got a little bit more, you know, to help with more now, you know? So it's not, that's never been a problem. It's kind of easy, actually. Um, Yeah, everybody's straight around. I make sure everybody's straight because they make sure I'm straight. That's healthy, man. That For is sure. that is the, you know, the, I'm, I'm sure there are people that are out there that, that get into this and they're all about them 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 yeah them people (laughs) (laughs) that's what's gonna happen sooner or later later. when you don't help nobody else and just worry about yourself you gonna end up you feel me probably like alone and miserable somewhere with a lot of money and no sneaky links (laughs) (laughs) no sneaky links (laughs) for so oh man so how is and and i'm i'm it KV, right? Not KB. KB is KB. K-A-Y-V-E-E? No, K-A-Y-B-E-E. Okay, cool. So I didn't mess that up the first time. Sure. How did you first get up, get hooked up with KB? So I was trying to shoot on Bussin. Because on Bussin was going viral on social media. And um, I remember uh, I was talking to one of my homies from back at the crib. And he was basically saying, like, um, I was asking him, like, I need somebody to shoot my video. And he was like, man, KB code. I was like, I don't know who KB is. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was the truth. And so, like, a week went past. I never even hit up KB. Because I think when I looked him up, I'm like, he's not going to respond. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> And so uh, then I asked one of uh, my close friends here in Carbondale. And she was basically saying, like, my best friend shoot videos. And I'm like, what's your best friend name? And she was like, KB. Oh, somebody <laughs> just told me about KB. You feel me? And she was like, I'm finna, I'm finna FaceTime right now, add him to the call. And KB like, oh, yeah, we could do something, little bro. You know what I'm saying? Whoa, whoa. He came next day, you know. And that's how we met each other. Nice. Ever since the first video, it was like, you feel me? Connection, for sure. How many, I mean, is he... 
is he just kind of working with a, a select group of folks now, or is he still yeah. like he, anybody can hit him up nah, and, and he'll try and make time for it so long as somebody's bringing him something worth going yeah. to shoot? Yeah. Okay. KB hard. KB hard against us with you know that. <laughs> KB is like the president. Um uh, KB um right now he's just perfecting his craft. Um that's how much I can speak of, of on him, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know too much. I can't, you know. But what I know he's perfecting his craft and if you got something that um like if you believe in yourself, KB go believe in you, you know? Yeah. Uh, obviously, it's a lot of people in his DM trying to get a video, mm -hmm. just like it's a lot of people in my DM trying to get a feature. Yeah. So everybody, we can't reach, we can't get back to everybody. But if you working hard enough, or you trying to reach out hard enough, he go see it. Just like if you working hard enough, or keep reaching out hard enough, I'm gonna see it. So, yeah. What is it like on your end? You know, there are people reaching out to you, trying to work with you so that they can build their clout. Mm -hmm. But you've also he got used to the right word. Do what? Clout. You use the right word. I mean, that's it, man. That's clout. it. This is dude. This, here's the deal, man. It's what I do on this podcast. No different, right? Like right. I, I bring, I bring my own clout to the table. For sure. I know that I don't have that clout uh -huh. unless the people that I'm talking to. For have sure. Clout. For that's, sure. That's just it. Uh, so features. I ain't really doing no features right now. That's the honest truth. Yeah. Um, I never really did any features like. A lot of features that I have out right now is with, like, people I know personally. Mm -hmm. um, I work with, like, my circle. I want to grow with my circle. Um, and, yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, I really, that's pretty much it. Like, no, it's not like I don't want to work with other people, mm -hmm. but I would rather work with the people I know, you know? Yeah. Like, my, I work with my own artist, Debbie Dollars. She's my artist. Uh, that's who's on the song with Toxic with me. Uh, Glizzy G, that's my cousin, you know. Uh, she was good, man. She yeah. was, like, she, real she good. She got it. That's yeah. my, you feel me? You feel me running the bluff. So, that's my cousin. Um, and I work with people like Duke, Duke Amelia. I don't know if you know who that is, dude. I don't. That's, um, he also live out here also. Uh, I work with him, uh, Smooth, you know, pretty much people that's dinos or family. So, yeah. It's good. I mean, you got the the other part of it, man, and this is what people miss is like circling the wagons, like oh, and I work with boss too. I can't forget Lee. My bad. Keep going. No, you're good, man. You're good. You don't don't forget the important people. Yeah, I can't forget. <laughs> I was gonna hear about that one. For sure. <laughs> Can I forget that name? <laughs> you 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 know he's gonna be listening, and then like, you know, fifteen <laughs> seconds, you'll be like, that dude did not mention my. And he's like, oh whoa whoa whoa, I gotta come back. I gotta come back. <laughs> <laughs> nah, boss be going crazy. Shout out, boss. What's up? <laughs> But no, man, like that's, you know, it's, it's one, people don't blow up mm. by themselves, right? right. Like, I, like, you know, here, the, um, you know, the, when, when I started doing comedy fuck, 12 years ago, mm. I don't want to be this old Hollywood. 12 years ago. Yeah. I'm 31 now, man. I'm, I was 19 when I started doing comedy and. <laughs> You'll be 31 soon, man. It'll catch uh -uh, up with you. No, like, you I'm don't not. Know. The devil is alive and the truth ain't in it. I'm not. <laughs> I am young. I drank that, that water from that thing. So <laughs> I'm 21 forever. You hear me? <laughs> Just keep it, man. Just keep it. For no, sure. but like, uh, but like dudes that I used to perform with, like Kyle Scanlon, M. Brown, T. Murph, like all these dudes that, that started. Wait, wait. Is I'm tripping? Ain't T. Murph? Oh, no. Is T. Murph? Yeah. T. Murph? I know T Murph. Like, like, 
Like the comedy sure, dude. Since he worked? He's been he's he's been on Comedy Central with the Kevin Hart special. I know who you talking about. He's uh, he played uh, Clovis on. Hulu's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So T T T started out like here, man. Like I remember the first in time, Adele? huh? And out here in Carbondale. I feel like it's so many legends in Carbondale. That's crazy. Hannibal Burris. We need like TV in, show for that. Yeah. Dude, it's a, it's a, everybody, man. This this theater right here. So so the theater that we're in now. Um, used to be because it was the 1940s when it was built and on through, it was a segregated space. This was the black only section and downstairs was the white only section. It was some wild shit, man. Dick Gregory, the legend. Well, wait, what downstairs at? Uh, the, like the, the big, the big theater that we were in earlier. I mean, this ain't bad though. If they get a black only, awesome, <laughs> I like this setup. You feel me? I thought you said it was down there. I'm like, they can't even see down there. I don't know why that's the section, but you feel me? But well, yeah, yeah it's, at some point in time, this was all like knocked out, and you could see the you could see the just the single movie screen down on the other side. Oh, you can see it from here. Yeah, well, you you used to be able to, right? That like where you're at now, that wall behind you that's got wasn't a movie right there, and it's that big theater down yep, there. Yep. Oh, you can't even see nothing from back here for real. Yeah, not not anymore. But again, you used to be able to. All right, that's that's kind of creepy. <laughs> but keep it go, keep it going for some. But I mean, just 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 going back to you know people people that have had major influence on uh, you know American life. Mm -hmm. A person like uh, a Dick Gregory that that has that has stood up against segregation in this very space here. Like those people. Those stories exist all throughout Carbondale, all through and through, sure. you know, that goes back decades and decades all the way up to where we're at now, where mm. you'll be another one of the future stories of okay. Hollywood's got a connection to Carbondale. For and sure. I now like dude's that. up there. So I wouldn't I wouldn't be in a podcast if I asked you this question. So you don't be scared of him by yourself since it's like from like the nineteen forties. Like you don't like ghosts like, and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a funny thing about that. Uh, All right, no nah, man, no nah, man. We talk about it after the interview. No, 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 no. Ghost. We don't have ghosts. We don't have ghosts. All right, I'm gonna say we we don't have ghosts. And there's <laughs> a reason why we don't have ghosts is because the stage company that's uh, that's back here they keep uh, they keep a blue light on. I don't know if you if you've learned about that in in uh, in your in your performance uh, activity or not, but like a for for people that do stage plays they keep a blue light on and the blue light wards <laughs> off ghosts all right <laughs> like i'm good no big deal it's give, only 11 40 pushing midnight <laughs> okay i'm still gonna ask you guys to wait until i walk out with you so that i'm not afraid to walk out by myself nah, look tonight. i got to hey <laughs> i'm just gonna be standing a little bit closer to the door you know that's I'm okay saying? that's okay <laughs> we'll, we'll make sure all the lights are on and bright too Dude, I, I and that is just the air conditioner. I know we're talking about all the. <laughs> all right, <laughs> you're hey. like I'm sure, man. Hey, I'm sure. Okay, air conditioner. The comes like. a short closing in the five minutes. Let's play that call already. But I mean, I, I've not, I've not had any, uh, I've not had any uh, personal uh, like weird experiences. No like creaking this or like mm. weird sound that. And I've spent an abundance of time. By myself yeah. in this building, you both, and yeah. I'm I'm deathly afraid of the dark. Like I am, I am dead. Like if this is the moment I lights go off, man. Yeah, we're <laughs> done for, man. Dude, I will I, I will shriek. I will shriek. <laughs> All right, next conversation. Uh, What's the next I'm gonna topic? jump into security's arms, and be like, "Holy 
Help me. Are you holding me? Help me. <laughs> it's going to be some Scooby-Doo shit, man. We're going to be stacked up three deep going, Rikes, Raggy. We'll come back for the cameras and stuff when it's, uh, when it's daytime again. <laughs> I already know. Already. Come on. Next, next question. <laughs> Don't worry, man. We've only got like 13, 12 and a half minutes left. So yeah, as soon as right. we hit that hour, I'll, I'll close you out and we can get out of the, we can get out of the creepy old building. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, no. So, so like coming up with, coming up with these guys, uh-huh. right? Like I'm, I'm nowhere near at, at their level. So I've like tried to break off and do things like producing comedy specials and whatever else for my friends that are actually funny and not just myself. Right. And the, um, you know, and to see these guys who, who are, you know, they, they kicked it off in Carbondale. Like that says that you can touch base here and then run wherever and be successful. For sure. That's it. But yeah, man, no, that's that. That is that. T. Murph M. Brown headline headlines the the uh, the Laugh Factory and all sorts of stuff in Chicago uh, for the past couple of years. My buddy Kyle's with the uh, uh, with the Lincoln Lodge in Chicago. Um, I mean, there are there are like fifteen or twenty of us that were original Carbondale comedians, and there's so many people still just doing stuff. That's all awesome. different levels. That's awesome for sure. The uh, it's no it's no Dino Dale, but. You know, I'm trying. This is called as Dino Dale. Is it? Wait, what am I supposed to? Is Dino? D- I'm sorry. Oh my god. To the I, to the end. I just got. O. I just got. Uh, I just had to. This whole podcast is done for now, man. Now I'm gonna have to delete the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> my bad, dude. I feel like we had a real good podcast. No, until I was just we hit that I mark, like, and, now, and now you're not the first person. You like the the a million person, but <laughs> you know, Dino Dale, Dino Dale. Yes, you know we're running that for sure. Shout out, Bert. Oh. Big brr. Where else do I want to go to fill up this uh, this last ten minutes? Is we're both running out of juice on this weekend. Man. Come on, oh. let's juice it up. <laughs> what am I What am I missing that I that I that I need to be that I need to be catching up on, man? Like what? What do everybody want to hear about Hollywood? That's that's it. Let me think. So, um, let's think, y'all. Let's think. Two seconds. So, uh, all right. What is a sneaky link? So, basically, <laughs> a sneaky link is a person that you go see sneakily. <laughs> you feel me? It's basically <laughs> very self-explanatory. Um, let me give y'all something that I didn't give no interview. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the rules to sneaky links. The top five rules. Number one. Actually, let's start number five. Number five, if y'all sneaking and linking, it needs to stay between y'all. Obviously, you got to keep your sneaky link sneaky. <laughs> number four, so um, in order to keep your sneaky link sneaky, you got to make sure that you t- don't tell, no, no, that you don't mess with her friends. You know what I'm saying? Because friends talk to each other that's a big no-no all right number three when you go to sneak and link with somebody make sure phones are visible the whole time because you don't want to end up on snapchat getting you no know, saying anything saved to the, the memories and anything like that all right number two hmm what was my number two? Oh, i always have more than one sneaky link 
because when the first one mess up, you have to have a backup. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> really have like three. You got to have a pet, a spat, a sneaky link that you don't care about. That's how you do that. Damn. <laughs> a wise man taught me that. RP my grandpa for sure. <laughs> and so, the rule number one to sneaky link. Don't fall in love with your sneaky link. Because if you fall in love, it ain't going to be that sneaky no more. Wise words by your boy, Mr. How you stepping, how you flexing, sneaky link on busting. Yeah, what? All right. That's now, it. That was just the best commercial ever. You just got yeah, some sauce That's the lesson, right man. That's lesson. That will. I'll, I'll make sure we cut that out so you've got yeah, like. I need that just one right that. there. Just that I need that right just there. with the Instagram. That's gonna bust right there. <laughs> the rules to sneaking and linking. But so, but yeah, uh, yeah, I like it. That question a lot. So, all right, did that give you some juice? Yeah, man, no, that 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 carries me along. Well, here's here's the other side of it, right? So, I What's mean, up? your first song that you dropped out mm-hmm. was uh, was on Bussin', right? And now there is a there is a there is a cultural issue with white people using on Bussin'. It is. I don't know. That's what I hear. I don't know anything. I don't know much about it because I'm not on TikTok. But I've like read some articles where it's like. There are people that are using on busting in a way where they shouldn't be using the phrase on busting. Security nodding his head like he knows or does he not know? You know what you're talking about? I explained it a little bit. I don't know what they're talking about. Oh, so basically he's saying they use it when they don't know how to use it, huh? <laughs> All right. All right, so, break that down for him. <laughs> so, uh, so basically, busting can be a lot of different meanings. Um, like, I know a lot of people from, uh, like, that the west side of my city. Mm-hmm. I'm from the outside, so let y'all know that. Um, from the west side of my city, they use, like, when they say they busting, they say they, like, popping pills and things like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, when I said I'm busting, I literally was talking about, like, I'm having fun. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I'm busting. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, or you feel me? You can be a little drunk. You know what I'm saying? But busting has a lot of different meanings to it. So, uh, but this fool... Bussin. <laughs> no. <laughs> what did they say? What? <laughs> what? No, that ain't it. Bro. Uh, if you don't know what the word means, don't use the word. That's another message of the day. You feel me? Yes. No, no, use the word. For That's some. it. But uh, yeah, I, I never heard that, that controversial thing going on, though. Uh, I feel like people, you know, I feel like I wouldn't, it's not like a, a racial slur or something. I don't know why they can't use the terminology, but yeah, I don't understand. Well, they're, they're messing it up just in general, man. If it's, you so, know, I, I mean, sure. You know, if it's something that's a, that's a, that's a, you know, positive expression on like, you know, a feeling or, or liking something or whatever else, but it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I don't know. I got, uh, the language thing, the, uh, it, when, when it, dilutes an origin of a word because people have decided, ah, I'm going to use it like this now because yeah. I don't actually understand yeah. what we're, Oh, I just hear it. I heard we it get, in, a, in a video. I heard yeah. it in a TikTok. I heard it in this, that, the other. And now all of a yeah, sudden TikTok it's like, gonna stop. Get a lot that of shit's not trouble. cool anymore. Stop. Just yeah. stop. TikTok tends to do that. You know, it gets a lot of people in trouble because them sounds, it's be the sounds. Mm-hmm. Like, the sounds, I seen some sounds, I was like, no, that's not cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. But, yeah, you just got to watch what you, you know, what you say. Try to do, like, an Urban Dictionary lookup before you <laughs> use the word, you know. But, yeah. No, there, uh, was, there was something else 
to it's, I, I can't. I don't keep up with. I don't keep up with. Uh, I don't either. I with don't what the kids either. with what the kids talk like anymore. I yeah. got. I got ten year olds at this point, man. Like I'm not even. Yeah. I, I'm just. I'm just preparing for what I've got to do next to learn when when they become teenagers. And yeah, I'm scared uh, to see what that's going to be like because you, you never know what we got. Some crazy slang and terminology. So ten years from now, woof. Dude, and it's always turning over. It's always yeah. turning over. As soon as something's not, you know, in, in a in a in a, uh, as soon as something's not cool anymore, right? Mm-hmm. It's like we're on to the next word. Yeah. Right. Like I, I can't even I can't even think of what you know, language was like turnt. in the in the '90s where people were like, "Oh it's man, turnt. that's radical." Yeah. And now, no. nobody say that. <laughs> It's it's Liddy for sure. It's you feel me? It's up there and stuck there. That's the new terminology. It's up there, stuck there. Um, yeah. I still say it's a bus. <laughs> Keep it, man. Keep it. That's for yours. Sure. You 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 own that. You earn that. For <laughs> sure. It's a bus. A lot of my songs got like topics. If you never like really pay attention to that. Yeah. We got sneaky link. We got toxic. We got on um, bussing. We got block list. We got uh, what else? What else we got? We got it's just all got topics, and I love it. I got a song called Drama coming soon with Debbie Dollars. I just see the topics, the topics. You gotta yeah. hit the topics for sure. Does that help kind of keep it all linked together? Like yep. you know, again, like you start with this concept that is the topic, yep. and then all the other creative components kind of snap together underneath for that sure. one theme. How you stepping? For sure. When did you learn to? When did you learn to dance? You always been a dancer too. I was on top of everything. A dancer else? before I was an artist. I was a dancer. I knew how to dance before I could rap for real. Like I could dance in my whole life. Like I love dancing. I pick dancing over anything. You know, nice. it just makes me feel good. It's the way I can express myself, and I'm really good at it. <laughs> <laughs> so I love dancing for sure. That's legit, man. No, the um, you know that's that's the triple threat threat territory, right? Mm. If you can sing. If you can dance, oh, you get yourself sing. into acting. Hollywood also has sing over here. <laughs> I, oh, look. Like I said, I feel like I'm a good actor. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. stop playing with me, bro. I'm not playing with you. <laughs> all, right, all, right, all, right. <laughs> all right, sing. All right, all right. It just yeah. got real serious. Just got real serious on, <laughs> on the main camera. No, man, that's – I mean, that's that's it, right? I mean, you you be yeah. the – you be the – uh I don't even know what that is. I got. I, I got. I, I feel like Ice Cube is really good at that. He don't know how to dance though, but it's like if you miss a lot of actors and rappers and all that, you know. I just like being a uh, what Blue say a jack of all trades. I love being like being able to do a lot of things for sure. How much of a, how much of your own stuff do you actually put your hands on in terms of like editing and doing all the back end production things too? Cause I mean, that mm-hmm. is that, you know, I- any more these days, if you want to make it, people want to know that you have a following. Yeah. They want to know that you have the talent. Right. They want to know that you can record it, that you right. can edit it, that uh-huh. you can do all of the other things and produce a finished package. Yeah. I, um, what's that called? Oof. I, um, what's that called? Yeah. When I did my YouTube videos, I edited them. Like I'm really good at that. I'm yeah. really good at editing pictures. All my cover arts that y'all see, I did myself. Uh, I do all my cover arts. Uh, I post up. I upload everything to YouTube. Uh, but yeah, I know how to do all that. Like you know, like I could go to the studio. I can record myself if I wanted to. I'm really good at that because I've been practicing since I was a kid. You know, when I didn't even have the real 
materials, resources. So, yeah, I'm really a hands-on person, hands-on artist for sure. Also, I do all my own choreography in my videos. So all the dancing you see that everybody do, that's me for sure. That is, so getting an entire group of people to mm -hmm. work together right to produce that out i mean you know as you know when you're both trying to because i i do putting on a comedy show it's very much kind of the same deal trying to host and tell jokes while trying to get people to meet their own cues and come out on on stage at the right time and to hit their time and do all that stuff i mean what yeah. is what is that like for you trying to get everybody to kind of move in tandem and to manage mm. your own choreography, just the same as you're trying to produce, uh, you know, your your own art at yeah. the same time. It'd be, it be simple. Like, I know I say that a lot, but it really be simple. Yeah. Like, it's like, you have to have the right people with the right energies around. You can't have nobody that ain't willing to work hard, as yeah. hard as you. Uh, the people that be around me, like, I'll just be on the fly. Like, it don't be like we have days or weeks of rehearsal. They be at the video shoot, all right, y'all, Get behind me. I'm going to teach y'all this dance, you know? Mm -hmm. He he be there. Like, I literally be like, all right, I'm going to teach y'all. I teach them. We go over a couple times, you know, do our thing. All right, KB, we ready. Action. We you might know. shoot a couple times. We good. Do you feel like you inspire people with your energy and with the creative direction that you provide? Yes. I do that a lot on accident, you know? There's a lot of people that say I inspire them. Or I motivate them to do certain things, and they be like, "Ah, come on, man, don't give me some more pressure like that," you know. <laughs> but it's like a lot of people most definitely feel like um, I'm a aspiration to them, and that's that's a blessing also. Cause for people to look up to you, and you feel like you not, you feel me? Like I feel like I'm just you know just being me. Yeah. I'm just being myself. I'm not in the career of like, oh, let me see what I can do to be this this person that people look up to. It's like I just be myself. And being myself has got me this far, and it's gonna get me where I want to be. Always be yourself and stay true to your roots. The I'll last say. heavy question that I will close out on with, because you've given boom, me a good transition boom, here, is: boom. Is there somebody in your life that's inspired you yourself that you've kind of been able to pull from and like build on these characteristics? Like you saw somebody that was true to themselves, and that that was something that brought people along and now you're kind of filling those same shoes it's a hard question <laughs> <laughs> um, if it's no and it's just natural man there's nothing wrong with that too like yeah, if it's, it's just natural like i i'm gonna be honest i never really had a me like how everybody say i do this for them like it's mm -hmm. a lot of people that say i do certain things for them i really never had a me before you know so with that being said, it's like it makes me being me even better because since I motivate people and I know that people look up to me and I never had that person, it's more like you feel me, a responsibility now. Like I, I'm here for y'all now, you know. Yeah. I know that y'all look at me for this and y'all look for me for this when y'all need help. I'm here for y'all because I know I never had that person, you know. I never had that person to put me on that rope so look out for me, you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. I never really had that. And... It's not bad that I didn't have it. And you will probably think that I did the way that I carried myself. Mm -hmm. But like I said, it's natural. I've just been through a lot of different things in life, um, trials and tribulations. And now I just, I give back to people, not with just financially, but I give back emotionally and um, mentally. You know, you got to give back to your people more than money sometimes. Money just go make them do what they, you feel me, want to do or make them 
not go to their full potential. You got to get back mentally. If I'm down mentally and I've been through some, some stuff mentally, I'm going to teach you how not to do the same thing mentally. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to yeah. teach you how to get past that mental barrier that you got. I'm going to teach you not to give up on yourself. I'm going to always be there to support you. And that's the realest thing you can ever give back. Like everybody always be like, I'm going to give back cars and houses. The realest thing you can ever give back to your people is your mentality, a strong mentality, and to better themselves. And you feel me? Tell them keep going. Don't let their dreams go extinct. <laughs> Dino, what's up? Dino Dale, <laughs> that's it. Dino Dale, Dino Dale, you know you uh, that. Build that mentality, hoping this podcast helped you build that little bit of mentality just as well. Yeah. Hollywood, episode 66 of the WTAF Carbondale podcast. Interesting people, interesting lives. Tied all back to this little old place we call home. Have a good one, folks, whatever that one. Yeah, what? Uh... Maybe.